Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. What's that old adage? When the elephants fight, it is the grass that suffers. Public sector investment will help spawn private sector investment and property value increases. We will not invest in Amherst while this where you have where you have uh, politicians that are anti-business. It's the town of Amherst versus the billionaire owner of United Refining and Quickfill. When you look at the property, right, the property used to have a building on it. Back when that building was removed, uh, the property value dropped significantly. And then the next thing we know, there's a lawsuit against us to steal our property, to take it away after being taxpayers for the last 40 years. It's, it's caused more harm to surrounding properties in terms of property value than it has uh, added benefit in terms of revenue to the town. Oh boy, I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716. If you've ever paid attention, when you drive through the intersection of Niagara Falls Boulevard and Kenmore Ave along the outer edge of the town of Amherst, you may have noticed a vacant lot there, a lot with some concrete piers that block vehicles from entering. The property once housed a gas station some 20 years ago. But after the gas station was closed, the property began to sit, owned by Quickfill and United Refining. For years, the parcel has been just there, and the required taxes have been kept up to date. But the town of Amherst says the current state of the property is dragging down adjacent property values, and it's seeking to take ownership of the parcel and turn it into green space. So when my administration started working on Eggertsville and looking at Eggertsville holistically, we started to say we've we got to make changes um, at gateways and intersections and important places. So you know, we, we, we reached out to United Refinery to start to have a conversation with them. We had a public use that we thought was a good idea. It's an issue that predates current Amherst Town Supervisor Brian Culpa, who is now dealing with the dilemma. Um, they didn't really have uh, a big appetite for talking in town um, constructively about town ownership or town doing something publicly there, uh, nor did anybody reveal to us any plans for redevelopment. And uh, as we looked at the site more and more, um, we were able to obtain the parcel surrounding it, um, which is an L-shaped configuration, and said, look, this really wants to be a gateway park, uh, someplace to you know, start to tell people that the person is fundamentally changing and different and green. Uh, we want to do green infrastructure and stormwater collection. We wanted to see um, the ability to... to uh, big safe um, waiting areas for buses and uh, multi-transportation um, components. And, and so we we pursued it um, a little bit as best we could. And when we didn't 
get a lot of response, we started to pursue an eminent domain action. And the eminent domain action was challenged by United Refinery. Um, they challenged it in, uh, in state court. Um, the, uh, the, the, um, the court found in favor of the town of Amherst. Um, and uh, now the sort of next steps is uh, basically trying to arrive at a purchase purchase price by the town um, or have a judge assign purchase uh, value to it. Now, the owner of the property, uh, John Katzmatidis, has said that he's paid the property taxes over the 20 years. He's uh done everything he should and he says that uh, the town has no right to his property well it's um i mean first of all the uh eminent domain action by town for municipal purpose predates the uh, constitution i mean it's, it's a long standing right for a municipality or a government to um, to take uh take a course of action like this but when you look at the property right the property used to have a building on it back when that building was removed uh, the property value drops significantly. And I think currently that property value hovers around $32,000. And our assessor estimates that their combined town and district tax is just over $1,000 a year. So it hasn't been a huge tax payment. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, it's, it's caused more harm to surrounding properties in terms of property value than it has uh, added benefit in terms of revenue to the town. Have you made an offer to the owner for the property to buy it? Well, we did. We reached out and said we'd like to purchase the property. Um, then they declined that, so then we took eminent domain action, and we said the value to us is about $81,000. We think that's fair market value. Um, it's, it's more money than the, than the assessed value, um, and uh, they challenged that eminent domain action, um, but the court found in our favor. So you know, currently where it stands is the town has a $81,000 value on the property, and you know, it's up to them to either discuss you know what they think fair market value is or as I said anyone can can simply you know transact at eighty one thousand. Brian, uh, Mr. Katzmatidas says that he is not creating any more jobs in the Buffalo Erie County region. Uh, your reaction to that? Well I, I I would think that if you're gonna make such a bold um, statement then you know the, obviously there's something at play more than your investment in Amherst because you know, last time I checked, we were one of many municipalities. So, um, you know, I, I can't speak for the economics of investing in Amherst or investing in the area, but I can tell you that we have significant development pressure in Amherst, people who want to develop in Amherst, people who want to redevelop the west side of the town. And you know what? We're going to have plenty of well-paid jobs, um, plenty of retail jobs, if that's what people are looking for. So um, sorry he feels that way. You mentioned that uh, you wanted to uh, turn this into a park. How long do you think that process might take, uh, uh, notwithstanding the legal challenges by Mr. Katzmatidis? I mean, realistically, we have a building we have to tear down on the adjacent property. So, you know, it's probably uh, six to seven months of, uh, of work on site to do all of that. Um, but, you know, 
it could be a year depending on the legal challenges and, and what happens next. And at the end of the day, um, you know, as a park, you know, we can put a park together in relatively short order. It's just a matter of getting to that point where we're ready to start. I mean, none of this is like trivial. None of this is, you know, the, the town trying to be cute about a parcel. This is serious to us. This is the gateway into the town of Amherst. Right now, we're sending the wrong message with what's currently on the ground. It's not good enough. We need to do better. Uh, it's an area of town that needs reinvestment, and, and uh, this is a classic case of saying, you know, public sector investment will help spawn private sector investment and property value increases. Of course, there are two sides to this story. We've had a gas station there for about 20 years. And Tom Puckett starts from the beginning with United Refining and Quickfill billionaire John Katsmatis, who points to the larger issue of government and business not seeing eye to eye. And 20 years ago, uh, they took away some of our property to widen the road, which we cooperated. Uh, and uh, then we closed it. We have paid the taxes ever since. Uh, and at one time, they offered us some land they had behind there to open up, and uh, to, to buy it from them and open up an additional uh, gas station that we have, I don't know, 30 or 40 in the whole Buffalo area, maybe more. Uh, and uh, we tried to get a meeting with the supervisor, and the supervisor refused to meet. And then the next thing we know, there's a lawsuit against us to steal our property, to take it away after being taxpayers for the last 40 years. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. I became very angry that at least they should meet with us. And, you know, I think it comes off of what happened in New York City, where I live, uh, with uh, Amazon. We blew away $27 billion that Amazon was going to invest over a couple of stupid politicians that knew nothing about nothing. And if I could recount that to you, I'll tell you how stupid they were. They said, well, the $3 billion rebate that we were going to give Amazon, we're going to give it to somebody else. To give it to, we're going to give it to education. There is no $3 billion. And after they spend the $27 billion, that creates $3 billion in credits. But, you know, we'll give them $3 billion in credits for spending $27 billion in one of the most expensive cities in the world. But these five politicians that shot down Amazon knew, know nothing about it. They were, they're not even smart enough to run a candy store. So, I mean, when I run into the same situation in, in uh, Amherst, where these people won't even meet with us, all they want to do is take away the property. They want to show their power. I, I became very angry. And uh, uh, I think... Uh, you know, that whole Buffalo area needs more investment. And if we have politicians in that way, I think it chases away business people who say, why should we invest in an area where it's anti-business, where we have so many places to invest that, that are pro-business? And that's all I really uh, wanted to. At least they should have met with us. 
The supervisor told me that he had made an offer for the property for $80,000. Uh, did you have a chance to meet with him or talk with him about that offer? He, he refused to meet. He refused to meet. And you should check with everybody involved that we're dealing with him. You should check with uh, uh, Brian Rusk, one of our consultants in that area. You should check with our general counsel, uh, John Wagner. He refused to meet to even discuss us opening up another business there and creating more jobs. So politicians like that, I have no use for. You know, Buffalo needs jobs. They need investment. We don't need people that want to be like uh, the, the, the character we have down here, AOC, uh, wanting socialism. You know what I tell people that want socialism? We'll buy your one-way ticket to Venezuela. See what socialism did to the wealthiest country in South America. And you are continuing this uh, push that you will not invest any more uh, into Western New York. Uh, is there also a possibility the current Quickville locations? The we will not is- invest. We will not invest in Amherst. While well, this, where you have, where you have uh, politicians that are anti-business. You know, I was very hot today. I I said all of Western uh, uh, New York. I, you know, you, you people get hot, and I calm down. And if there's a pro-business environment, we are always willing to invest. As far as the current properties elsewhere in the region, uh, what what uh, could happen with those? Are you planning on pulling? up those stakes or closing those locations or? No, we're not. We're only want to protect ourselves against anti-business people. And uh, we don't believe anti-business people should have a home or a, or a position in a place like Western, Western uh, 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 New York where more investment is needed. We do business in Florida. We're not, I'm not an anti-democratic person. I, you, know, you know, Governor Cuomo is a good friend. Uh, I've helped his, him, him. I've helped his family. And I'll tell you about the Democrats in Florida. You know what they call themselves, the Democrats in Florida? We are pro-business progressives. Because they realize without business people spending money, then they don't, there's no jobs created. We try to be common sense business people. We, we have served that community for a hundred years. And it, it, it's just mind boggling when you have uh, the situation that we were faced with where they didn't even want to meet with us. And uh, like I said, we are community-minded. We invest in communities, uh, and we've done that. For, I've owned that company for almost 40 years, and uh, it's a great company. And as so often, we do say, stay tuned. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.